Breakfast Lounge Podcast. Come on. That's our LP. Welcome to Losa's Lounge Podcast. Come on. Three hundred by design, three hundred for the rhyme. It's been almost a long time, almost a month. But almost my niece month. just arrived, and I had to show up and say hi. But it only oh fucked it up already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here at Los's Lounge Podcast. I am your host. My name is Carlos, otherwise known as Los, and I am so happy to have co-pilot, CEO, um, entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Mm, I like uh-huh. that. Father. Ooh, I like that even better. Welcome back to the show, Father Thank Hill. Deanie's in the building. Deanie's here. Damn, man, I want to do soundboards. I just don't know if it's going to register again. But that's probably not. We went through that whole thing. Yeah, man, that whole thing. Listen, this is a very special episode, but before we get into it, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Los Lounge, or follow on Twitter, um, at Los Lounge or on Instagram at Los, Los Lounge. Lounge. Hey, Los is Lounge. And motherfucker, and I haven't used that. Before. Yeah, I know. I've been liking my little simple, no, no, nice no, and clean. No, no. yeah. Um, you threw me off. So, welcome back to the episode. Listen, this is the three hundred mint. Three hundred mint. That's it. 300 men. And what does that mean? We don't even know. We don't even know. This is a special episode because it's the first time that you are here as a father. So this is the father episode. And we'll do a few. uh, We have three great topics. We're going to get into. uh, We're going to get into yay, unfortunately. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, We're going to have to really dispel all of the controversy that's going on. And uh, Kanye, for anyone who's yeah, uh, I'm calling him Yahtzee now. That's that's my new name. Oh, wow, I see what's going on with yep. that. That's prolific, yeah, and it's it makes you think entendre. of the game Yahtzee. <gasps> Triple entendre. Who, where did Yahtzee start from the game? I'll look into that throughout the episode. It's a Jewish game because Adidas was formed by uh, oh, is it really? I believe so. I don't know where the British accent came from. <laughs> is it really? Is it really? Ma'am. And we're also going to get into, what was the thing I said earlier? Um, oh, this thing. <laughs> where do we draw the line between romanticizing an idea or reality to help us get through? Whether it, do we, and do we use that for optimism? Right, to optimism. Or right? just That's to kind of give us a cushion blanket in our head. Um, I, you know. I have opinions. You have opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is really all about the fatherhood episode. And uh, listen, guys, I just, I'm, Dini, how are you? Super blessed, super happy, super dignified. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I feel absolutely ecstatic that baby Dini's here and that she's doing well and happy and that she's she's been just an absolute delight yeah such a good baby i don't know what a bad baby is but <laughs> she's sorry she's a fighter you know what i'm saying she's yeah. a soldier she's a trooper she's been through a lot and she's a soldier uh, of love yo soldier of love. Shut up to say um sorry 
so it, I, I will, I'll say this. Uh, I don't know any other fathers out there if you feel the same way, but she opened up a part of my mind that I didn't know existed. Like there's a part of me that has now expressed itself in a manner that I never knew how to articulate. It is, it has accessed uh, uh, a section of like my heart and my mind in a way that mm. has been so peaceful and so liberating. And I really don't know any other thing on this earth that kind of would have given me that. I don't know what to compare it to. Um, it's kind of incomparable. And fair. You know, now that I've felt this and have experienced this, um, I feel like everyone should ha be able to have this opportunity. Right. You know, it's such a beautiful, beautiful feeling. And you know, some people don't feel like they want kids or ever wanna ever wanted kids, and that's fine too. But I, I, you know, I'm just saying for those that do, like, go for it. Like, it's it's a feeling that no one should have been should be left out of. You know what I'm saying? Feel like you, you, you're when you're speaking, it's very reborn. You feel reborn. A little bit of a renaissance. I, I feel like you're reborn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely a refresh, a restart, renew, uh, a renaissance, if you will. And it's amazing how many habits I've already like kind of extinguished due to baby girl being here and. Uh, I'm saying it like there's a hundred habits. I mean, it was just like one or two, but you know, there were vices that I was still holding on to. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if you if you know this, but I'm addicted to gambling. We've talked, yeah, yeah of course. And, and it's it's been, you know, it's been a journey with that. But um, damn, Los, it, it, you're not wrong. Completely, completely feel like a new person, you know. And again. Everyone should go through this. Everyone should have this experience. I think it's fabulous, man. Congratulations. I'm proud. I'm a proud uncle. I'm proud of you guys. And I'm so happy she's here. She's beautiful. I can testify to that. She's so tiny. First of all, she has more hair than I do. Yeah. She's yeah. so tiny. And she, yeah, she's a peanut. She's a little peanut. She was almost a preemie. But like, she, she, she made it another she's week. She's got facial expressions and a little yeah. personality in her little sleep and yep. a little cute snore. And she just got in right now. For like she just came in from town. <laughs> so I'm tired, mommy. I I'll say this, man. It, if, if she's so dope. If I thank you, man. Uh, it made me, me. This experience has a imme immediately, and when I say immediately, I mean like on the dot. As soon as I became a dad. There is something that happened. There is a, sh a paradigm shift between me and my father. There is a paradigm shift immediately. And we already have a tenuous relationship, but, and strenuous, but uh, we've got through a lot. That's my main man, that's my ace. Um, but once Ivy was here, there was a certain understanding I had with my father. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the decisions that he's made throughout his life. Mm. Um, and then there was some there was some other conversations I had with myself about it. So I'd love to interview my father, man. I'd love mm. to, to interview my pop. 
and like go deep about certain things, certain topics. Fatherhood is very, very important. I have a very complex relationship with him, but I love that motherfucker, man. That's my guy. He loves that motherfucker. How long have I been here in my whole life? Yo, I'm jealous of the relationship you got with you and your pop. Like, no, this. Oh, I say that to you all the time. Yeah, people and, do. And, and then people we, do. I mean, there's surface and layers to that that you know the general public don't know or anyone. Right, 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 right. Um, for anyone gets close enough to you, you, you know, we have we've had our talks enough. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's right about that because I always tell him that. You know, the, the, I feel like him and his father do have more bonding grounds, and they, they so they can do things. You know, and my father and I don't have that. You know, we're two different worlds apart. Plus, I'm number five in line, so can, can you mm. imagine? <laughs> my father wasn't trying to like spend time like that, but he made up for it in the adult years with me. I feel like oh, that's beautiful so, that you have that attitude towards yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's I call it the GI Joe theory. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a theory that I have oh. about your relationship with your father and it comes down to did they spend the time to play G.I. Joe's with you or Barbies whatever the fuck mm. your toy was whatever your thing was did yeah they spend I had G.I. Joe's yeah a little bit did you have memories of him taking the time and like you know what I mean like yeah. I think I have memories of like board game nights with family even when just uh, as important Jerry and Rebecca used to live with us or like when uh, my other siblings Leslie and Benjamin just as important. I remember yep. sitting in Plainfield Street and I was playing Parcheesi and oh, sure. uh, the game of life and we'd be there for like hours and Nintendo oh, or fun. him sitting down and get coming into my room playing Nintendo for a with me for a little while, duck hunt and shit like See, that. See, like, yeah, yeah. Like that that's important is all I'm getting at. That's that that I think makes or breaks a relationship. Yeah. Like he was definitely hands on and he always was like a provider too, but I feel like when I needed a man figure in my life, especially like around like from like nine to like maybe 19. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no, nobody there was, was something. Yeah, there yeah, was something. Like he that. was provider man, but he wasn't like dad, dad. Um, Everyone has their time, man, yeah. when they dip out and dip yeah. back in, right? Yeah. For my dad, it was early, early. It was the zero to yeah. six, you know what I'm saying? Zero to seven. Like that's because he was in well, the Navy. He was on a ship. He was, you know what I'm saying? They only knew what to do with what, you know. What I tell my dad that all the time. You only had certain tools in your tool belt. So hats off to them. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about fatherhood and how you feel and about the baby without oversharing too much? Because we don't want to. Right, right. You know, but keep it, keep it. No, I want you to keep talking, but just not, don't share too much about her. I just want to, uh, you want to keep her protected, but how do you feel like, I, how I'll she tell you doing? This. How she, she looks nothing like how I pictured her. How did you picture her? I don't know. Just not that. <laughs> she's, the most, the she's the most perfect, beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I just, I never, I don't think I could have fathomed it before. Yeah. Like you, aw, that's so dope. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Thank you, man. Uh, she she resembles mama and papa which is it's you know, great yeah it's, it's and amazing. this is only a month not even she's no, she's imagine gonna change. Gonna change. Yeah, she's gonna change it's only two two and a half weeks yeah which direction is she going hill or so i'll say to anybody out there that had any complications during their birth 
you know, just no, you know, it's gonna be all right. Hold out hope because uh, we did, and we talked to a lot of people that did, and it helped us out a lot. So if you need to talk to people, you know, talk to people. You know, seek, seek. You know, be. It's okay to be a seeker. You know what I mean? You're not chasing nothing. You're just seeking. This is the difference between chasing and seeking. Chasing and seeking. And it's okay chasing to seek. Seeking, chasing and seeking. Okay. Chasing and seeking. But the light ain't working and the drug dealer's tweaking. You gotta unplug one. Oh. Is your, you got power and everything? Yeah, we're good with that. Yeah, so that's on the tan one. Or, yeah, unplug it from over here. I don't know if we'll reach up there. Can we reach up there? Sorry. Oh, no. Will it, will it reach? No, will it reach? Uh, pull the black cord out. Yep, pull it all the way up to there. Will it reach up there? This? Yeah, to the outlet. Oh, it will reach. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, just unplug the uh, the tan one. I'm sorry. I'm just confused. Sorry, y'all. A little technical. No, I'll edit it. Good enough. It was killing me, though. Yeah. I need light because yeah, I, I get so... Yeah, yeah, it's just a weird... I hate it, yo. Five o'clock, five thirty, and you're like, I'm ready for bed in my head, and I'm like, oh man, don't get. It's debilitating. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes. All if right. I can say briefly three things that I want to do with my baby girl that I can't wait. Three things that he wants to do. I want to watch Fox and the Hound with her. Number three. My, my favorite. Favorite uh, childhood movie. And I want to do that with her. Yep, Disney. Interesting. That was the favorite favorite? As a child, as a little kid. Oh, I did a little kid. I'm talking about like four. You know what I mean? Oh, three, four, five. Which was only a couple years ago. It immediately became <laughs> Batman and Spider Man, you know, in no time. But. Oh, shit. The second thing I want to do is take her to her first Comic Con. Uh, in San Diego, I went to my first one when I was nine. It's the biggest comic convention in the world, and I want her to have that experience too. And the third thing, I want to be able to say about my daughter her first car. Mmm. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. I thought that was brief, but it was. I'll sell you mine now if you want. Nah, not that. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! I'm adding sound effects later somehow. All right, um, all right. Well, since you're gonna be a frosty bastard, how about that? Um, nah, I think that's beautiful, man. Congratulations. Listen, we have been waiting to talk about this for a minute. Like we have been talking about her arrival, um, for for a while. This is beautiful. She's tiny. She's like a little peanut of love. And you just want to like spread her out on like pan de agua and hug her. <laughs> she looks, she, she, she about as heavy as a pan de agua. Oh. Yeah, she a, munch, she a munchkin. She a little peanut. She's so tiny. You guys have no idea. All right. Fatherhood. Any uh, conclusive thoughts on fatherhood? As a new father. If. Be there for your wife. Be there for your wife. Go. That's it. Be there for his wife. Be there for your wife to Be rub there her for feet, his wife. to get her the food she wants, to wipe her butt if you need to. Everything. Just, just be there for her, whatever she needs. Fabulous. I mean, it's, it's. You think, oh, I'm gonna go play a game or something, or go chill with the boys. But those hours, especially if they had a C-section, they need you. They need you to get them the water. They can't be up going up and down the stairs. They have to be bedside. So. Mm -hmm. Or bedridden, 
<clears throat> so be there for your wife. That's my conclusion. I think that's fabulous. And when we come back, we are going to get into some dishful topics here. So we're going to take dishful. a quick, quick little mini break. It's going to sound like a second to you guys when you're listening to it. But we, we come back, we're going to get into So Kanye and also uh, there was another topic that we expressed. Uh, I said what I said, but there was a third one. And there I feel like, yes. Romanticism versus... Romanticism. Yeah, no, no, not that one. Optimism. You know, uh, it'll come back to us when we come back to us. But let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the lounge. And really quickly, we just what's one thing I wish my dad did differently is Harry just asked that right now and I want to answer. Uh just kind of really invest more time in my interests and my likes and just okay. like just stay home with us a little bit more. Not so much even just me, like even with mom and I. Okay. Just yeah. be present. Yeah, I wish he would have just at home a lot more. I feel like my father was very as a social bug and a social light in his own. And so whenever we, like weekends would come and we'd go to other people's houses and do dinner and drinks and family, like, and, and, and music and, you know, kids go in one room or outside depending on the weather and, and parents be up to the wee hours of the night, uh, having drinks and cooking. And then, you know, you drive back home or you spend the night, which in many cases we ended up spending the night, um, because my parents uh, best friends at the time were also like, they were godparents. So their best friends at the time were the parents of the, their godchildren. And my parents are great parents. So they had several godchildren. Um, but I don't know, like, I just wish we would have just did home more or just did other things or go on more trips or, um, or just pops, just sit down and watch MTV with me. I mean, I know it sounds stupid as a kid, but you know, um, and then we also did have our common stuff and we would always do a lot more things closer together like during the holidays but yeah i just wanted him to just stay home more because i feel like that would have made a lot more difference in everybody and that probably would have also made a big difference for mom too and but you know it is what it is i can appreciate that yeah but he's definitely like he definitely did a whole 180 um so, and not just a recent 180, like he's, yeah, my father has been like, they've both, their relationship is so beautiful and he's just, he's great, he's my pops. All right, so um, we're gonna get into, uh, you know what? I'm relinquishing the microphone, Harry, just go ahead. I, You know, here, let me just say it before you go there. <clears throat> because today on Twitter, I ended up like, not snapping, but I, I was trying to get petty and I ended up blocking them anyways, but I was responding to something about Putin and somebody was just giving him too much uh, kindness for allegedly, I guess he fell and he sharded on himself or shitted on himself because he's getting older and stuff like that. So that's been in the media and uh, they were wishing him well and, and kindness and stuff. So I was like, man, I'm going to be, I'm going to quote myself, you know, I'll be honest. I said, uh, Look, when this dude croaks, like a lot of people, and God forgive me for my brash delivery, but I remember vividly what these streets did to me. Oh, hey. Um, so I said what I said. You know, nobody's gonna miss this dude pretty much when he's done. 
And I don't know, this person took it, you know, spread more kindness to the world, do good for the world, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah? Yeah. Where was this kindness when Michael Brown? Like, uh, are you mad because I. Trayvon Martin? Like, they, like, they never have the kindness. I, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. So I was like, yo, and you're you're within the United States telling me this? Like, I'm looking at just like, get the fuck out of here. Um, great thing about Twitter, though, is you know the group that I um, always go to, the MHC. The yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And just the people, I see your little thing up there sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. always, you know, and I'm always with. Um, oh. Pause. Um, <laughs> Damn, man, that got me for a loop. Okay, if you didn't say pause, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but even people that are within that group yep. host their own spaces and stuff like that. <laughs> You're gonna leave me all the way alone. Ah. He's, he's making fun of my body language and my gestures as I'm telling the story. <laughs> With the Ross. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Ross from Friends. Yeah, I hate you. Um, so it's been great. And. Uh, shout out to the Mental Health Collective and everybody in there. Um, so these spaces offer a set, you know, it's great. And, some, and it's not always about just, they can be mental check-ins yeah. or 420, like, hey, what's everybody doing, checking in? And it's great, it feels, it feels like community now. So I'm invested in this and I've been doing it for several, several months now, I would say, right? Okay, yeah. that was, uh, maybe longer. Yeah, yeah I, think I tapped out for a little while during the summer, but I've tuned in now for a little bit longer. So it's been great, big shout out to everybody there. In fact, the previous episode with Ami, um, that's how we met through those spaces. Mm. And Ami is such a great thinker, great uh, speaker, great, uh, she has great poetry, the way she communicates and it's great, her tone. Um, and, and she's just so, she's just a really down ass, down ass woman. Mm. She's really cool. So she, I asked her, she would co-host with me because I knew it would be just incredible. Yeah. And I thought it was. We hope we did. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, did your thing. We did our thing. We hosted a Twitter space. And that's one of the previous episodes. You can, guys can check it out. Please, you can check it out. Check it out. We've covered uh, many great topics. I was going to ask you, what did you talk about? Like, what was the main? Go listen. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. We talked about, what did we talk about? We talked about a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> Can't think right now. Say no more. Um, but with that said, last night we were recording the Jungle Juice episode. Not Harry and I, but um, the Jungle Juice episode part four will be coming back soon. Uh, our trajectory kind of got. Can you give me a synopsis there? Jungle Juice just... part four is based off a of three, two, one that stars Miss, Missy and Mello and I. Oh. And Jungle Juice is Mellow's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's expected. I've been waiting for it. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's. I use a little. It's, I, I, uh, I, you put it on a little bit of weight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just noticing this now. Yeah. Wow. A little bit, man. Yeah. Look at your face. Yeah, all like. Look at you. Like if you're just a squirrel burning nuts in there, like yeah. a little chipmunk. Oh, it's the pop away. He's in love with life. Yes. Wife, daughter. Yes. Okay. How do I look? All right. Um. <laughs> yo, I hate you. That's fucked up, yo, man. Because I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a handsome motherfucker. I'm in the streets feeling good. You know what I'm yeah. No, that's the of it. Yo, she's being. That's fucked up, man. I'm gonna edit all this out, man. You just killed my whole nah, flow. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Now I just go. I love the mustache. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it thick, like you said. Yeah. I don't know if I'm winning out here in these streets, but I'm trying. 
I'm trying. All right, how do we rebound from this? I don't know. You know how like when Kevin Hart suing Don Cheadle, I feel like you Kevin Harted me. That was, he was like, damn. Yeah, like I feel like you just did that right now. And I don't know how we rebound. Do we, um, do we argue like Joe Budden and um, his constituents that used to be with him? I mean, what is there to argue about? Mm-hmm. There's really nothing. You know what there is to argue about, Harry? The fact that it's this dark outside. We have a wonderful outdoor view and um, it's a great view. Nice to, to see it even more without the leaves. You know, yeah, the yeah, leaves yeah. have fallen, so um, but it just gets too soon, too quick, too soon. Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about, which was what? Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> so Harry's perspective. Go. <laughs> I mean, just to give a quick rundown, a quick synopsis, Kanye. On this edition of Deanie's Dish. Deanie's Dish. So, uh, thank you, uh, no, low budget show. Um, no, that was the segment producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's low budget. It's a low budget show. No, I think. All right. Take it like a girl, man. All right, go ahead. Um, if y'all don't know, Los went on Alex Jones' podcast with Nick Fuentes and- Los? I, I didn't go over I mean, there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, he went. Uh, Let's not put that in there. It's yeah. <laughs> they went on the podcast and yeah. supported Nazis and said that he liked Hitler. We're just going to put it out there just like that because that's exactly you know. how he put it out there. And he wore a mask the whole time. So yeah. I don't know if that was strategic, like if that was his way of like, oh, I'm going to wear a mask so you can't say it was me. I have no idea, but it was definitely him. And uh, yeah. even Alex Jones had to press him like, hey, you, you don't mean that, right? Like that kind of thing. Like, hey, you, you, you know, like trying to, trying to, you know, trying to throw him a bone. And Kanye's like, no, I, I, I support Nazis. And I think, you know, Hitler essentially uh, did good things. Why do we always talk about the bad things he did? Now, mind you, the person that he's been running with for his campaign uh, is a white supremacist and is a self-proclaimed uh, far-right uh, activist and has said horrible things about the Jewish folk, about black women, about, you know, it's it's pretty bad. And fuck you, Tim Pool, by the way, fucking for softballing that Kanye interview that he walked out of. You're a grifter, and I just need to make that known. Uh, also, so was Elon Musk. You're also a motherfucking grifter. Mm, that's a whole um, other episode, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I just want to throw that out there real quick. Yeah, you're, you're also a grifter, We man. see what your true intentions are. Yeah, man. Better. Come on, bro. So, Kanye, I just, you know, people are just, so now, you, you know, a lot of the apologists are oh, saying, shit. oh, he's, you know, they're kind of deflecting from, from this. And uh, I don't understand why, because everybody said, oh, he said what he said to get rid of the contract with Adidas so he could be a free man. All right, well, he's a free man now. So ain't nothing holding him back. And he still decided to say what he said. So I don't think you can say this is a strategy at all. Like what what strategy is it to, because someone was trying to say, people were trying to say online, he's just trolling. Nah, you don't troll. Nah, we don't. Lives, you bro. don't. You don't put your kids' lives in danger. Like yeah, that. You it's don't disgusting know who's out there. That's it's disgusting. Like, oh yeah, that's how you feel. Okay, I don't know. Not this one. It, it's abhorrent behavior. Um, when you have people like Alex Jones telling you, "Hey, relax," kind of thing, like slow down. Tucker Carlson. You're Tucker Carlson. At you, like, like yo. clearly, yeah. you know. And, and I'm tired of the mental health thing. Who cares? So what? Okay. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Who cares that he 
has mental health issues. We all do. Like, he's bipolar. Okay. Take medication. Do what you got to do. Like, we're no longer using that as an excuse. You, you've given him these fucking excuses for years. Hall pass. Nah, he said what he said, and he said it with his chest out. I'm tired of blaming bipolar, bi- bipolarity, whatever, you know what I'm saying, as, as the culprit. No, Kanye's the culprit. So I, I think it's, you know, I, I'll be honest, I don't know if he's going to ever make any good music again. I've just seen his stem player kind of went out of business. He sold an album that wasn't even really done. I don't know, man. And He's selling his clothes think, for $20. Yo, I'm thinking I'm more upset with the apologists than I am with Kanye, with all the uh, motherfuckers that are making excuses for him. Because I think it's just woefully ignorant. Woefully ignorant like this rhyme, like this melody in time. And that's Deanie's dish. Well said, Dini, and we are going to keep it moving because I don't want Kanye to drain you. Thank you. I, the energy, the audience, yay, hey, nay, gay. Speaking of gay, uh, once again, every time you put that fucking blue, <laughs> yo, you're going to get out of here with that blue gloves. He's taking a piss. He literally walked out of the studio session. All right, let's get right into it. Um, I am excited because I I've wanted to talk about this the last time around, but um, I got distracted with my own ADHD. So with that said, 30 years ago in 1992, Madonna released the uh, premiere book called Sex, Metal Bound, <sighs> Cornucopia of Madonna, expressing her fantasies. Photography done by Steven Meisel was shot in Miami, Features Isabella Rossellini, Vanilla Ice, Naomi Campbell, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Debbie Mazar, I mean, you name it. So uh, 30 years later, she is celebrating this at the Art Basel in Miami, and I'm excited. It's just kind of a really cool thing. Uh, Madonna pushing boundaries still, even after so many years. I talked about this last night with, uh, with Missy and... Carmelo, so I feel like I'm going to repeat myself in two of these episodes. So I'm going to keep this short and brief. Uh, brief. Uh, I think it's great. I think uh, sexuality, especially for women, the empowerment of it all, right? So 30 years ago, there was no, obviously, there was, there was, we weren't even walking around with beepers practically. Well, some of us were. Well, not me. But uh, the idea of someone being at the height of their career and having the media and really ship-shaping media the way her and uh, Michael Jackson and people polarizing like that icons um, were doing around that time. So then just all of a sudden putting out a book of fantasies and uh, and ideas and all written in the story in the character of Dita, named after Dita Parlo. And so it's a book of fantasies uh, and it's the, the graphics in it at the time were shocking. So I think it's fascinating that she got a lot of shit back in the day because of that. And a lot of the sex uh, book kind of, you know, it was around the same time as her releasing the Erotica album and also Body of Evidence. So the music on Erotica really got lost. Body of Evidence. Oh, he is back with his blue glove. Did you take a piss? I did so. Did you take a piss out of life? 
Uh, and with that said, so 30 years later, she is celebrating it with Cole, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. They're re-releasing the book. I have the Japanese version at home, which is pretty cool, actually. I actually, it's, I think it's pretty, pretty dope. It's interesting that the Y is back. They stopped doing the Eves because I guess something happened with Eves. So now they became just Saint Laurent. So they're back with Eves? I saw YSL. They're back with Eves, then. okay. I didn't know there was a separation in the east. It's like a, okay. it's like a Dolce and Gabbana. They had their little, uh, yep. yeah. Sex. Um, shout out to Madonna's for doing it. That's my bitch. Uh, right now I'm wearing the hoodie with her famous shot, her hitchhiking on the street naked, a pair of high heels and a handbag. Cause that's what you walk out the house Sounds with. Sounds like an LL Cool J line. Pair of high heels and a handheld bag. bag. Pair of, oh, in a handbag. Pair of high heels in the handbag. Uh, pair of high heels in the handbag. So I, I really like shit, though. I never said that. Oh, you just I, I'm, that I'm still in my head with it. Yeah, pants. I'm like, damn, man. Like, I've been moisturizing and taking so collagen good. pills. and no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Why do you assume that that's... Yeah. I don't know. I, be, I don't know. Like, I just... I love me. So I want the world to love me. I want you to love me. the world. No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being silly and facetious now. Um, listen. Let's get into it. Romanticizing realities versus optimism. Because I asked Harry, I said, you know, I said, you know, yeah, challenges present. Sometimes, I guess, do you look at challenges as the pathway to what is about to come, which are the bigger blessings and all that? Um, and you said romanticizing, romanticizing. What are your thoughts on romanticizing, Harry? And can you tell the world what does romanticizing mean when you say that for anyone who doesn't know? Uh, I can, but uh, in well, your in your own opinion, romanticizing I mean is essentially I mean well, let's, let's well, I'll say something I'll say something before we do it. But to yeah, me, to me, romanticizing is uh, essentially uh, you're kind of making shit all. I don't have uh, my phone actually. You don't have your phone? No. Why you need your phone for? I don't, but I just realized I don't. I don't, but go ahead. Romanticizing. So it means deal Sorry, with. Sorry, you guys. It means deal with or describe in an idealized or unrealistic fashion. Make something seem better or more appealing than it really is. Right. And I, that's why I thought your question was beautiful because your question essentially came down to me, at least. It, it was kind of like optimism versus romanticizing. Ah, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because essentially, well said. Uh, you know, humans. We, I think, we romanticize things because that's what our psyche does. You know, to protect us. You know, it's back to the fight or flight thing, and we romanticize shit. You know, we make things seem better than what it really is. Losing um, this. But for me, the definition I was gonna say. It's kind of similar, I guess, is what what it means. I was gonna say you make you get things all you make things lovey dovey when they're not. It's not really lovey dovey. Like you make things a bit more positive when it's not as positive. Um, which is similar, I guess. It's you know similar to the definition. Like you make things seem better and more appealing than what they really are. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I just love your question of romanticism versus um, optima. Uh, uh, optimism because mm. i think a lot of times it's an old theme right that's an old theme of blinded by whatever right blinded by love right you're you're making excuses for this person 
Yeah. Because yeah. you're in love with them. Yeah. Like you're infatuated, actually. Yeah. That's what it is. You're infatuated. Like, nah, he didn't hit me, baby. I was I was walking into the punches. Right. right. <laughs> He's a comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, shout out to Monique and shout out to what's the other shorty? Uh, some more. Some more. Yep. Adele Gibbons. Adele Gibbons. And Miss Laura. Miss Laura. Yep. Come on now. Woo! I saw Reese in concert. Well, I know we kind of talked. We spoke briefly about it, about how yeah, hot yeah. she performed. I, but I didn't know she was that. so thick. She's thick. Okay. Shout out to Sister Reese. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But I didn't know her body was like that. All the pictures I saw was like face up. Well, I'm also at a. I, we were also. So that's the thing. You're at a beautiful angle. Right. No, she's she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But we were also sitting down, so it's gonna also illuminate. Okay. All Proj- the projected. Project- yeah, 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 yeah. Which was weird to me. So I've been wanting to talk about this. So yeah, Reese. A big shout out to Reese, man. Reese did her thing. Uh, Steve McKee, Steve McKee on the on the drums, which is also her partner, her, her boyfriend. Yep. Um, but he's an incredible producer as well and a great musician. But bro, he did his thing on the production. Like he had the production already set up. Where it just needs to be him on the drums, like everything is so fine-tuned and programmed for them. So they're they're great, but he murdered the drums, bro. Yeah, I saw a picture of the homie. You would have appreciated a uh, seven hundred mile situation. That's a picture I saw where she was thick. Yeah, the yeah, drummer yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man, they killed it. It was great. It was intimate. Uh, I saw it on a Wednesday. I was like, oh shit, or we're doing like on a Tuesday. Or maybe it was Wednesday. And I was like, yo, she's going to be in Boston? That's like two days from now. Wednesday sucks, though. Well, I saw the post. Having to drive up there on a Wednesday. No, but it, was a, it was a Friday. Oh, okay. Friday. I thought you were saying so you saw, saw it on a Wednesday. I saw, the, the, I saw her promote it on a Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know she was coming. So, yeah, I got my ticket, man. The venue was at the City Winery in Boston. Boston traffic sucks for anyone who knows. GPS failed me right at the last you minute. You can thank Romney for that. GPS, I got there and I can see the parking, but you're telling me to go here. And I'm like, oh, and then here took me all the way the fuck out where I'm walking in and then five minutes later, she's actually about to go on. Oh, wow. So I was mad. It's notorious for that. Paid $45 for an hour and a half worth of parking. I was mad. They got me, man. They got me. Got you. Got me. I had to do what I had to do. It was was a great set. Um, I, at that point, nah, there was no other option. Cause I'm. Everybody already. Broke. I was at the venue at seven, seven o two. I didn't walk in till seven forty. No one open. Five forty eight. No open. No open. That's how. That's how everything was. Uh, no, so it was just them. So she, she's great. We were. I, I DM'd her. I was like, look, I'm coming. She was like, look, I'm excited. The, the, the promoter, the, the people told me that it's not sold out. So it's going to be really small and intimate. Perfect with me. And that's fine. What would have made it better was the venue is like a bunch of long tables. Oh. Like a big, yeah. And then the stage, but it all like dinner tables. So they're still serving dinner and stuff like that. And then she's on stage, which I, people got there early to eat. So I'm just walking in. So I ordered truffle fries. But I didn't want to really or eat, sit there while she's to me that's rude because I'm right okay. here. I want to be kidding. Also, who eats at a show like that? Like Right, so why are these tables up? So yeah. why couldn't they just like let us stand and vibe with her? Yep. So I was a little bit mad because I felt like, yeah, there's like 30 of us, 
maybe 40, I think. At least I thought. Maybe I'm, I don't know, whatever. Doesn't even matter. We could have all been sitting up and, and just vibing with them because I like that. I just felt that. But um, I got to hang out with her for a little while afterwards and chill with her and, and uh, I got a dope t-shirt. And I think she's so great. Um, we she had a new album coming out? I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's coming out soon. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have it. I got it. Um, I got an early copy of it uh, early, last year, and she actually did a couple tracks from that album too. And I was so excited about it. So a big up to Reese, who's still one of my favorite artists of all time. Big up, Reese. And it was great to kiki with her a little bit, because um, we did kiki a little bit. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was like, my girl. Was she, was she, and she I single? felt, huh? She's single. No, that's her boyfriend on oh, the drums. Oh, nice! I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, and he's so cool and chill. Like, there's, they're, they're actually they're a couple. Like, and look, the music, the music brought them together. The pandemic brought them together. Um, twenty twenty, you know, because uh, they were working together and they fell in love. Beautiful story. Wow. Um, so we love black love, babies. man. First of all, I love love, baby. but we, yeah. She's not pregnant now, right? Not no, no, no. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Reese. If anybody's listening, please go stream Reese. That's R-E-S. Look out Steve McKee. Uh, look out for Steve McKee as well. Hey, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, How I Do is the album, Refried Mac, uh, Black Girls Rock, and the Reset album coming soon. You can check out singles off of that or uh, follow her on, uh, I forgot what the thing is that she has, the Indiegogo, I believe. She has an Indiegogo you can check out, but please go support Queen Reese from Philly. Big shout out. Oh, Show is great. Okay. From the Philly. From the Philly to the Dilla. And then I got the hell out of Boston because let me just tell you, the traffic was horrible. I, uh, I stopped. Boston, Philly. Yeah, I, had my, I went to theory before. Oh, I hit okay. the highway. Okay. And it was a nice, it was nice. And a big up to Reese for um, telling the audience about our, our I Brought Her Roses. It was cool, man. And then she was like, go ahead, tell them about the show. So <laughs> I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm so high right now. And I oh, yeah, you like, told me that, that you were baked. Just, I was baked, brother. But I'm also like, I just sat down. Like, yeah. So I turn around into the big light, and then there's like, turns out third people looking at you. I'm like, oh, hey. So big up for that. I love that. So I know I probably didn't articulate and promote the show. Um, <laughs> I need to know what you said. I got the short and sweet. <laughs> did, you, did you admit you were high? No, and I should have because they would have loved that. Um, I think it was a very open-minded crowd. Um, I met a couple people there. We were just great. Uh, uh, it was it was a lot of beautiful black people in there, man. A lot of grown folks at the table. I sat in the front. It was three black couples beautiful they were dressed nice and here i come in my you know <laughs> my backstreet boy looking attire just yeah, trying yeah. to chill with my denim jacket my, like my man lows you know uh, it was a great time so thank you reese for being out here in massachusetts i really appreciate it so when we come back we uh did we finish the conversation of romanticizing you know, I, I don't know. Did you finish your point or did I cut you off? Well, I mean, it was your question. It was your... I wanted to know what your thought of it was. Yeah, nah, I mean... Yeah, so you, you kind of did that. I think uh, ultimately we have to be careful uh, and understand that it's okay to be optimistic, uh, but sometimes we romanticize things 
that look like optimism mm. and it looks like it's it's kind of false it like a false it's, it's definitely false so it's a false yeah. yeah i like that that's really good so that's where i'm at with that i dig it all right when we come back we are going to give you the closing segment and we'll see what creativity what what flows what ebbs and what flows and ebbing and, and flowing, flowing. Welcome back to the lounge, everybody. Uh, before we get into our next topic, which was uh, Fire Festival. the Fire Fest and the gentleman who, uh, maybe I should just look it up real quick, but not whatever. the Fire Fest, but the guy that the guy his spring and come back. Yeah, I was, maybe I should have did a little bit of research, but you know, I'm a beer in and a blunt, and I gotta hit up that other beer though. I've been taking my time though. Yeah, you, you just gotta I'd be babysit. Yeah, but I've been yeah. in the moment and just like really just like listening and, and producing. Shit. Yeah. So I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm a jack of great producer. I gotta be honest. Fabulous artist, uh, cover designer, host. Holla at me, father. Holla at me, brother. Holla at me, human. Holla at me. I don't know what else you want to be. I can't call you a god. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right, I'm gonna dial it back. So, um. The gentleman, if you has any, who's seen the Fire Island documentary? It was on Netflix. I saw Go it. check it there out. There was two. There was two. Is there? There's two of them. What's the other one? The other one is considered better or just as good as the first one. What is this? Where is it at? Like on a Hulu or something? I think it's on. Yeah, one was Hulu's and one was Netflix. So Netflix was the one that got popular, but Hulu's is was just as good. Okay. Uh, well, he's out of prison. Yep. And he's promoting. He went on, he's on his uh, tour of forgiveness or whatever, his apology tour, blah, 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 blah. Just like up. every other white man. Period. You drop. And you that does, back. you know, that, that this happens with the Alex Jones. Yeah, well, not yeah. the, and half these motherfuckers don't apologize, yeah, but they what, get the privilege. This is what it's called. It's what called the Brett Favre? failing up. Yeah, what the Brett Favre. It's called failing up. This is what they get to do. All right, let's stay focused here, though. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a whole nother festival, bro. And I don't know where the location is, but I heard Inklings of Bahamas again. Yeah, it was on. Uh, so you're gonna go back to the. He said this is one of my favorite islands. It was the 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 audacity of this motherfucker, yo. But I, now I heard it was like a like a like a online thing experience versus an actual go-to hey that way you won't get necessarily yeah you know what i mean you won't get the bad marketing of these sandwiches are you know shitty hey i mean and i were talking about this and this kind of really is a big uh uh counterpoint to what we're talking about i guess that's the right word no counter is like whatever but anyways the the forgiveness, you know, Ye got released back. Ye's Twitter, and well, he got suspended again now. But Trump's back on Twitter. Right. The fact that these like privileged white men get forgiven, which is historical in all time, and this is not an attack on white men episode, but this is we're just trying to point out something. So correlating that to, uh, is that your counterpoint? Uh, you to the gentleman to... from the Fire, Fire Island. Festival? Yeah, yeah. Fire Island Fire Festival. <laughs> Play Fire Island, the whole different thing. I think that's a Netflix show, reality uh, show about that's also singles in Australia, central place. Yeah, in, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Long Island. Um, anyways, 
Uh, yeah, man. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on this? Like, because uh, I mean, touched about it. We talked about it in the previous episode. What are your thoughts on that? If you want to add anything to that, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, on Firefest guy? No, just on just this this bullshit era that we're living in, where there's no accountability and motherfuckers. But if 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 you know Joanne and the black single mother says all this shit down the street, you know what I'm saying? Like. It's just it's just the unjust and the unequity. There's a, of there's it a all. woman spending five years in jail right now. Five years, Carlos. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Yeah, I don't know why you're laughing. I'm gonna show you afterwards. Go ahead. There's, there's a there's a there's a black woman in jail who's, Damn, who's been there for Jordan. three years already. I think I think she got two years to go, and it's all because she put a different zip code yes. for her child. Yes, for on, school. For school. Yeah, Connecticut. Okay. Oh, SCT. I thought it was Connecticut. Yeah, I didn't know that. Absolutely. Oh shit! I thought that was. I thought it this was doesn't somewhere else. <laughs> you're gonna rip your hand. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. I wasn't laughing the fact that she was in prison for that. I was laughing the fact that when you started it off, it reminded me of this clip from TGIF, when, and that's kind of like how Claudia said. And then I kind of that's not on my phone, and she was like, "Meanwhile, you know, I got." Such and such gets arrested for like, and gets thrown in prison for just selling a little bit of crack. And then <laughs> so the co-host took it. They were like, "How much crack, Claudia? Just a little bit of crack." <laughs> like she, she didn't. Yo, it was a funny fucking moment. So when she's when okay, dial it back. Claudia. Yeah, I don't. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. show you later. I was trying to look at my phone, but I didn't have it. All right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this episode is gonna come to an end within the next ten minutes. So before it does, and it should probably. Yes, yes. Uh, we always play this game here at the lounge, bro. One word association All game, right. man. So uh, let me kick this off to you. Yeah, okay. To you, young father, young Anakin. You know? Do you know who he's the father of? Young Anakin. Do you know? Um, Dar- Dar- Dorothy's. Huh? Luke. Yes, he's the father of Luke. Yep. Yeah, poor Anakin had a rough life. He did. A little bit. A little underrated, I feel. A little misunderstood. You think he's misunderstood? I don't know. I just, I'm so drawn into that character that I'm, maybe I'm just emotionally invested. Plus, the gentleman who plays him is fucking gorgeous. Uh, Christopher Hansen or Hansen? Hansen, beautiful. Ooh, that black hair and the. All right. Fatherhood. I'm going to say protection. Margo or. Victoria. Perfection. Hill. Legacy. Black. Proud. Say it. Loud. Present. The future. One last one. I'll make it a little frivolous. 
R. Kelly. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't answer. Childhood. Oh, jeez. Louise. Call the cops, somebody. Uh, last one. Uh, beats. Rhymes of life. Ooh. Nice. What you got, sir? What do you have? Mysticism. Comforting. Haunting. Okay. Unity. Needed. Taino. DNA. Whoa. First love. My mom. Oh, great answer. Great answer. I think that was five. Hit me with a one more for the bonus. Abstract. I know what you want me to say, but I don't want to say it. How I'll dare see you? what comes to mind. But I know what, what needs to be said. There's only one answer for that. Uh, Q-tip, but um, abstract. Details. Yeah. You can, you can fist bump me on that. I Good answer. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 300 minute episode. Hey, I'm just in the butter right now. I'm going to. It's probably my favorite app. Um, that, that's dope, yo. I love it. Uh, I'm going to actually keep it on this episode, so stay tuned. Once we're done, I'm going to play what was recorded yesterday as a bonus, and we'll keep it all in one because we want to keep it 300 mint, give you the variety and textures and conversations and what uh, Dick Squad and I were up to last night. The Dick Squad is uh, Mello, who's straight. Okay. But this is an inside joke, actually. Got it. Um, I'm not on the inside, though, so maybe. Oh, that. shit. Yeah. Wow. Are you feeling excluded? <laughs> like, is this a whole other episode happening here? Do you want to talk? You need a hug? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. And, and Missy. So I'm going to add that on. So stay tuned so you can listen to uh, our shits and giggles before it all went downhill. And it's not that it went downhill, Harry. It's just... Bro, we played a game of fucking Uno. Bro. Bro, I thought we were going to play cards. I gotta look at you dead in the eye for this because this one took me for a loop. We were playing folders, notebooks. Because the Uno cards, Harry, were this big and this wide, each one. I've seen them. I've seen those. And when you have a lot, first of all, seven felt like 11. But if you had 11, it felt like, is this a five pound weight? What's going on? So the management of it all, okay, I'm gonna sit back and adjust. But fucked me up. Who plays with cards that size? Yeah. Looking like we got little notebooks in our hands. Right. Oh, oh, my battery is running low. Let me save this. Everybody, enjoy. Dick Squad and I coming right after this. But first, where my goat at? Bring in the goat. <laughs> I see. I see this shit blinking. I saw that motherfucker blinking for a while. All right. Um. That's so there. But yeah, he I hasn't done anything with he it. He said that. He said he hasn't had time. Yeah. Ouch. 
All right, tension before the episode starts. All right, well, let this too shall pass. Hey, y'all, have you ever built a pop group together and then it just fell apart right there from the beginning? Because Beyonce was just talking too fast too soon, (laughs) Kelly wasn't having it, and Michelle was just stage tripping. That's us, the dick squad. But only two of us like dicks, so you figure it out. Hey, everybody, it's Los's Loves. Yay, no soundboard today. Um, welcome back, everybody. I am your pod host, Carlos Reyes. Um, it's with <laughs> put that in front of him. I'm a showboy. Um, listen, I am your host, Carlos Reyes, otherwise known as Los. The Dick Squad is back with me for Jungle Juice Part Four. That's Melo. That's Missy. Samantha is at home. And welcome back, guys. Mm-hmm. Your mouth is full, huh? The juices are flowing. Mm-hmm. Melo, what's in your mouth? <laughs> Oh shit! Somewhere, some lady's panty is disintegrating right now. Saying yes, daddy. All right, Jungle Juice Part Four. How did we get here? <laughs> Yo, I wasn't ready for that. That was, you know, I'm gonna shake your hand. Damn, we just sound good. Damn it! I wasn't. He wasn't thinking. All right, listen, we are. That was great. Yeah. Four, three, two, one. Oh, um, yeah. That's um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, somebody mentioned Guru yesterday in the mental health forum, but they said, they actually said what Guru, the acronym is for, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who the fuck they were talking about until they said DJ Premier. I started putting two and two together, mm-hmm. and he was like, nobody? Guru? Gangstar? I'm like, oh I just God. haven't heard nobody say it like that, like the acronym. Like, I, I had to pull my own hip hop card. I don't know what's acronym. I'm not going to look it up right now. Yeah. All right. Listen, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Losa's Lounge. We are here broadcasting from Missy's Lounge. And the lounge is really an atmosphere. <laughs> it's a space. It's a mood. Yes. And as you know, if you were with us last time, you would know that these were my guest co-hosts on the previous Jungle Juice and other episodes and also the Friendsgiving episode, which is yes. really, really good. I enjoyed oh that. Yes, man. That was Very really fun. good. So, guys, it's been a week. How's, been, how's your week? Working. You're back, back to, to work. work. Yes, thank you, Jesus. You too. So I'm back sure. to work. Yeah, but you've been back to work. Yeah, you but know? he had time off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it can get it can get tough after a while in the mental. Oh my God! Yeah. How was your anxiety through and through? Mine it was both of yours. Like, I'm not talking about like, <laughs> he, 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 his head. Like, huh, huh. No, I worked sixteen hours. I worked sixteen hours two sixteen hour days. In five 16 hour days, so you're it ready. gets intense, yeah. You know? But you're but I'm used to that before I got into a car, so it'll be fine. Well, your energy and who you are is built for mm-hmm. What about you, young man? My um, this is waiting for that paycheck from pretty much for the state to send my money, and then to try and catch, catch up with all of those. And you're someone. The only people that worked with me was my credit union. You're someone who's good with your money. And your stuff yeah, I was too, ahead, so. yeah, I was ahead of paying all my bills. Yeah, yeah. put a polo menos, you did up to you know. I'm on my oh yeah, thank God. You're Listen, good just place. be good. You're, you're just be grateful. You're good with money and your savings, plus your kids. You know, you still gotta. I guess when you're a parent, your whole the way you issue your money is different. The way you the, your relationship with money changes. Um, so that's great. Um, 
Not me. I was bankrupt, declared morally corrupt. 3.45 in the morning saying, Midnight! <laughs> I spent too much in Boston! Yo, I used the credit card. Well, let me tell you. So, when we had the last time we all, I found it weird that 40 something dollars, $44 was all I spent at Dewey's. I'm like, nah, that can't be all I spent. No, later on, I think it was either Friday or Saturday, I find a receipt. Sure enough, $88 on my MasterCard. I'm like, whoa! No, let's talk about that because you got charged 88. Melo got charged almost 200 and something, right? Yeah. Sam got charged 200 and something for oh, only four drinks, four shots, five shots. But my, was- my, what I paid was mine, hers, and Sam's upstairs. Yes. She had gave me money too. Right. So on one of my receipts, I had two shots that I don't even remember ordering for the $88 my father received yeah. in the, their actual thing. Yeah, you're right. That was like, what the I was like, I was telling them, I was like, what the fuck? I think but damn, was, 200 though? Like, yo, so you think she fucked up? Yeah, no, so that's 200. Oh, it was almost 300. Yes, his was always 300. Hers was 200. And she only got our shots and the two drinks, the two, um, yeah, because I paid for all my shit, like my food. But and that's, my that could be 200 something dollars for five shots and two drinks. Come on, man. That's, no. But remember too, like one of the sh- well, I don't know what y'all had afterwards once I was gone. But we also did take a shot downstairs, didn't Samantha get a shot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She and I had tip- five shots okay. and two drinks. That's not two hundred eight dollars. Nah. No. So I think the girl charged us all the same bill or half of the bill each. So nobody presented that to her. No, we I didn't can't, notice can't until. Cash. Yeah, he picked that because I like, gave him a hundred bucks. So they never said like two days after. Yeah, yeah I found the 88 receipt yeah. and I was like, oh, so that was my MasterCard. But I thought I had paid I know she's paid for her shit too. All my bank accounts. And I took 60 with me to cash. I took That's what I remember. And, and I took my, money out. I took before. money out just to use the right. money. So what the fuck was I doing? Look, yes. y'all, it was that type of night. But yes. you know what, though? Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And energy that be easy. You know what? Say hello. So the point, right. you know, yeah. Thank you. Did yes. I pay you that? For what? For the gas? Did I yes, that? you did, baby. I did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> don't send nobody after me, baby. Don't send, don't send, don't send the Listen, shooters. Listen, I don't send nobody after And if after he's going to shoot, he better be. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Mrs. I got, Monster I got lately, you. She's, yes. gonna, she's gonna pin me if down. Gonna do You're gonna it, pay I'm this gonna back now! Yes. Right now! Daddy. Shit. <laughs> Melo's gonna hear. <laughs> Cat claws. Ear muscles. <laughs> Send in the jaws of life. Yeah, so it was a great Friendsgiving. We had a great episode. And yesterday, thank you so much to everybody who was Oh, up. we gotta talk about that. All you guys left, and I woke up. I'm like, I said goodbye to you. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, left early. Said, I left early enough in the game. Yes. Actually, Sam we left, kind of all because yes. you were cleaning the kitchen. Yes, me and yeah, Sam were cleaning the kitchen. You were knocked out. She took a picture of me. Oh. Not me, Sam. Sam yeah. The the <laughs> itis kicked in. You don't need being esa noche. Yes. You know, and I saw all the food the, the next food day. Was fucking amazing. Yeah, I saw all the food the next day. Plus my family's food. I was like, Jesus. Jesus is great, God is good, and mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving symbol though. Yeah, I remember y'all yeah, packing the food, and then I just like, yo, I'm gonna take a fucking rest. Well, wait, let me ask you guys this: Were you guys with me at Dewey's last Thanksgiving? I know Tara was. The year before, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, last Thanksgiving was a lot more crowded. It felt like a New Year's. 
Let's go to New Year's. What are we doing for New Year's? New Year's Eve, I don't work, so. What do you guys do? You have plans? Are you gonna do your own thing? Like, you guys gonna do your own thing? No, I don't do anything. I just sleep. Depends on what day. Because I'm thinking we need to just be together. Yes, I think so too. I want to be low key. New Year's. New Year's Eve. It's a Sunday. New Year's Eve is Saturday. Saturday is Sunday. Yeah, so New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. I'm done with go out. Let's go out. Let's go to Dewey's. Yeah, we could do that. Or. Oh, you want to see the ball drop, huh? Or. <laughs> Northampton is a lot of is vibes. That's the thing yes. too. So we could definitely do no haul. Yeah. But I was thinking of just keeping it solo key too, just because there's a lot of crazy shit in the world. I know. And Dewey's okay. But Dewey's was great last year. Did we do Dewey's last year? No. No. Okay, I go to Dewey's too much. <laughs> yeah, you do. And this is only my. I didn't go to Dewey's. Oh, I did go to Dewey's last year. I know what I did last year. Go. What were we gonna say? I didn't even catch up. I only Three, uh, three times. What? What are you doing? He dropped it. He didn't even know where the fuck he dropped it. <laughs> I'm mad at myself. The camera caught that. <laughs> yeah, get that. Um, last year I went to Dewey's, and I went early. I went like around five, five thirty, and I had a, I kicked off my New Year's, and then um, I spent my New Year's at my hotel room in Connecticut with my friend. Friend. Good friend though, who I spent several New Year's, a couple of New Year's with. He's so fun. I, I, I you guys, I, I wish he was here right now. Actually, I just don't want to say his name. Okay, no, no, no. No, just my own privacy. But um, one of my really super chill ass dude, incredible. Um, all right. Birthday. My birthday's twenty first. So yeah. we're thinking escape room. Oh, so let's get to that too. So your birth. Well, let's talk about the off camera. But yes, okay. let's get to the show real quick. Not because it's not important. But um, for anybody listening, they're gonna be it, like, so "Yeah, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. think about the thing." But yes, I'm I'm in and I'm in, and I, I'm off December 22nd through. Uh, ooh, somebody keeps talking about me. Oh, you ringing like crazy? Um, through January 2nd. So, okay, let's get to it, everybody. On today's show, um, sex, per usual. I want to say, oh, that's what I was saying. I lost my train of thought. A big thank you to um Ami yesterday. Did you guys listen to yesterday's episode? Yeah, check it out whenever you can. Um, so um, I'm part of the Mental Health Collective on Twitter Spaces, and it's an incredible therapeutic uh, Monday through Friday, four to, four to six group, and it's taken seriously, led by two incredible gentlemen, Funge and Mince. And um, really, uh, it's, a, it's a therapy space, and you can come and check in. It's a mental health check-in. Um, whether you're feeling great or not, some, you know, yeah. people go. So I've been really committed to that. Um, for a while now and the group in there and whatnot they you know I even I speak even on my good days because I just want to hear and check in on yeah, everybody see how they're course. doing too yeah. and and what have you and I really appreciate them one of the people I met on there was Ami who her voice is just pure delicious respectfully said yes. I always joke with her but and the way she um, articulates and the way and just so I was like fuck man why does she live in London like I want to hang out with Ami Where? London okay. mind you I never met her no. so um I asked her, I was like, would you be a co-host? Like, I trust you. And yeah. she trusts me and, and stuff like that in that sense. And we had a great episode on Twitter Spaces and it made yesterday's episode. So thank you, Ami. Thank you to everybody. Yeah. Shout out to MHC crew. Um, we'll keep it light and frivolous today. Sex, 30 years of sex. So 30 years ago, Madonna, Veronica, Louise Ciccone published well, a photo photography by Stephen Mizell back in late 1992, accompanied with the erotica era, uh, album, the sex book. The sex book was forty nine ninety nine for a steel hardcover book of Madonna expressing her 
fantasies. Is that the one you showed us at your house? Yes. Okay. yes, 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 yes. So this is the 30th year anniversary. I keep spitting on myself. Um, I like it. <laughs> I'm turning my own stuff on. This little skinny girl hand. She's at the Art Basel this week um, in Miami celebrating it. She, I mean, she had pictures with her and her kids there, and I thought it was fabulous. The older kids, not the younger right, right. kids. Um, what are your ideas on – so that brings me to this question. Not so much about Madonna, but where we've come, because now anybody can take a picture and post it. But the trajectory in that – and what do you think about women or humans as we get older in sexuality? What does that look like for you? Sorry. <laughs> Yo, you are hitting us with the answers today that you're going for MVP. Yeah, he's really so Should I right pose now. this, love? Yes, please. Um, I think as I get older, I think sex is better. Yeah. Yeah. Sex is better. I enjoy it more. I don't have a gun, but I have a little Kiwi <laughs> <I got> Herman <laughs> knife. <laughs> they going to get me some other fish me. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. Sorry. Sex, sex is better. So what do you think about as you get older as a woman being told what or maybe nobody's telling you now, but just what the bigger picture of society, not even just throughout, throughout all the years, is that women are not supposed to be as adventurous as sexual, even as they age. So you look at Madonna, who's 64 and still doing it. Um, how do you feel for that? What do you, how, how do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think. Because you're a woman. As an, yeah, as an adult and right? as a woman, yes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. I don't know. She, she wants to put but, a lot of things know? in my butt lately. Jesus. <laughs> No, but I feel like me at my third, I'm 38 now, and I feel more open about myself as an older woman. When I was younger, I didn't dress as provocative or I was more self-conscious. Now that I'm older, I'm more confident about myself, you I'm know, more and women, yeah, more skin. comfortable in my skin. Yeah. You know, so a lot of women should be comfortable, especially now as they're older. I think older is sexier, you know, especially with men. So is it so. safe to say with that answer you want to carry this out well into your 60s, yes. 70s? You know, yes. Yes. Sexuality is, you know, something. Keep fucking until you fucking can't fuck no but more. But it's more about fucking, <laughs> isn't it? It's about really just, it's more, it's more about, it's not so much about the fucking no, no, part, it's too. Not the fucking but part, it's about you know. owning your sexuality and yeah. just being, you know, your own provocateur. What do you think, Flux? I mean, you're a father of 58, <laughs> 12 different baby moms. Sex is your middle name, isn't it? It's yeah. in my social security, yeah. It's is in the child support? <laughs> 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 it's, 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 uh, Times are different. You used to come off as a very conservative person. Like you're not as me as very like I wouldn't. <laughs> no, like like mellow. I feel like could walk in the door from having sex and I would never know. But I wouldn't come in here announcing that like I guys I just had sex. That's not me either. Like you might hear about an adventure many many months ago. <laughs> you smell that? But are you? Do you hope to have this energy for yourself as a man? Like going into your forties, fifties, sixties? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. change. I'm always chilling for. All right. Well, there's always Viagra, just in case. Nah. There's Hennessy. There's a... Uh... Yo, we got the old school remedies. <laughs> <laughs> That's for our parents and shit. They don't know how to do what we do. Um, I need a round two on Oops, this Oysters. Um, oh, that oysters. So yeah. Aphrodis Aphrodisiacs. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm... All right. Cool. So Madonna got a lot of heat back in the press back in 1992 
about this book and look how we have we've come such a long way. But the difference is Madonna, the provocateur, sixty-four, is still doing it, and she gets shamed for that. Meanwhile, men who are like 70, 30, 40 year olds, have babies with them, rock out on stage or in the general public. So good for you, Madonna, and for every woman still doing it out there, or any man, well into their ages, um, really exploring sexuality and, and whatnot. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, we're only human, you know? All right, so next topic. Guys, I touched about this yesterday on the show because it made me think about being a parent and what do I want my kid to see? Not just within my community, but from the broader spectrum. I, I'm still a firm believer of, I mean, and I mean, you know, violence, news reports, drugs, all the stuff that we're privy to, right? That our parents try to block us from, or at least minimize her, you know. Mm-hmm. But now we're, it's a whole new world. So now we think about um, LGBT rights and all that stuff, which is fabulous. You look, whatever. But I came across, um, and I'm not promoting them, and I'm not advocating for them, but I, I just like to cite my sources. But if you just, it, whatever. We talked about this right. off camera, so it doesn't even matter about them. My question to you is, is too much too soon for you and your children as yes. a parent? For me, yes. I think, see, I have two daughters and a son. And for me, I raised my daughters. You, I, For me, it was like, even in the hospital, like the doctors, they want to teach your kids about sex at an early age. I remember bringing my daughters to pediatrics. They were 13, 14 years old. Pretty much when they get their period. It was pretty, my, my daughters got their period at 11. So they were very young. And um, I remember my first I just day. don't think that. I was dripping everywhere. Someone. <laughs> they called me Kool-Aid. I broke through the walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's the macho man, right? Oops, that's the wrong one. That's a slim jim. Oh, wrong advertisement. Go. But just snap into it. Snap into a tan bag. So I remember that Sorry. the doctor wanted to give my daughter, my daughter's a book about the birds and the bees at a very young age. Yeah. You know, and I just don't feel like any school, any doctor, any person should be allowing or thinking that they're that it's okay for them to be teaching your kids something that you don't so want to So it's an overstepping a boundary, yes, too. Yes, very, very, yeah. for me. I didn't talk I'm with talk that. about my kids. I didn't, a child that's 12, they're still adolescents. When you 16, 17 years old and you start learning about sex at that age and experiencing your, yeah, you know. Yeah, high school and health club. Exactly. So then we, we talk about it at that time. But I think 12-year-olds and 11-year-olds, the only thing they need to know from me as a parent is no one should be touching your privates. They don't need to be having details of what what goes in what or what can be you know what is what like I don't me personally that's just me. So let's get into um, hypersexualization in general because I feel like we get it already. Look, they already got now worry about social media. We didn't mm-hmm. have this growing up as eighties no, and nineties no. kids. We didn't have that. We had it on MTV and we had it like on certain yes. channels or. If you had the uh, hot box mm-hmm. late night, if you wanted to, but MTV for me was the place of hypersexuality yes, yeah. and certain older TV shows that we now appreciate. But there was things even with uh, so there's this website, you know, it's just too much LGBT. It's too much pushing LGBT. LGBT yes, 
it and I feel like it's too much pushing pronouns, trans this, trans that too soon on kids. Mm-hmm. Not that kids aren't allowed to be tolerant of that. Right. It, I feel like it's just too soon. I feel like kids, let them be kids. They already got enough on their plate before mm-hmm. I push my rainbow ass and ideologies and this other part of life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that to be taught yet in schools. Yeah. And if we're going to do it, do it in a high school. Right. Where they're fucked. Because 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds make more. And 18-year-olds sometimes make more sense than a fucking right. irrational adult. Let's exactly. be real. Especially no, if they're really focused, true. they will outwit you like mm-hmm. that. So let them have that option, at least in the high school years, to say, you know what? Let, let our straight guy ally say, you know what? I'm, let me take this class. And let's not even fucking... Let's focus on LGBT history up to now. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on the history because we're not paying homages. I feel like we're just skipping all that and saying, look, here's our new ideological views, our isms, our what we, here's our new demands. All right. But what about everything else that came that actually wasn't so selfish? Mm -hmm. It was for everyone. There's actual, just like the civil rights movement, there is a gay rights movement. So I liked, I liked the education part of that. Yes. But all this extra shit. shit. And it's not shit. I just don't want to the to the parades and things like that. I don't think that's now, appropriate. Now, here's too. the thing. So then that's that's the part where I'm conflicted because, see, if I'm a dad, even if I was straight and I had tolerance or whatever, what if I had a brother, though, and we wanted to go support and I had that talk already at home with, like, my 7- or 8-year-old or 10-year-old? Mm-hmm. So there is also that juxtaposition. Yeah, but but this thing- goes to your point. You had that discussion. Exactly. Not you, but the right, parent right, right. had. Exactly. It's- so it but titters, doesn't is, it? But the thing is that they the parade is a little bit too much having gags in their mouth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Things yeah. like that. I think that people are just doing. Yeah, a don't go to New York, baby. Don't go to New York. A little bit too Ooh. much. Like you want to be proud that you're gay, whatever. You be proud that you're gay, lesbian, whatever you are. That's fine. But you don't need to. But be don't bring the kids to that. Yes, yeah. like you, you, you. Yeah. No, I agree because too much. I mean, like, you know, it's as parents we need. To, well, I don't have kids. Mello, what do you think about this? Go ahead, man. Uh, to me, it's just it's made it as a trend. That's when kids mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. So that's another component another we're going to touch on that. Yes. Go. Yes. What did I just say? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's made yes. as a trend. So the kids are. <laughs> that's what's popular. He's three right for now. three, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. He's three for three. He's like, no, bitch. I'm MVP. That's what's it. Uh, and that's who. Look at that. Now, you're right. So I also do feel like there is a lot of people that are just jumping on this rainbow. Who just need to? Who just started with this dude? Mm-hmm. Um, that country rock song, that country song. No, but mm. I don't think it started with him. I'm talking about like the no, I, the necessity of trying to be oh. like. Um, I don't know. I don't know, like the necessity of feeling like to belong to a group and create this whole new lane. So I think about nouns, pronouns, and all that stuff. Let's mm-hmm. use that as an example. Like, I get it. I understand I'm educated around it. I get it. I'm on board. But be easy. Nice and slow Listen, with the general public. As a straight parent, I've never showed my kids. My kids have never seen and me I still make out with a man. You know, I think the privacy needs to be private. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be like, ah, in front of fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think and there's this a is time and place. Too. Straight too. Straight gay, yeah. As a straight, yeah. as a straight woman, yeah. I don't do that. I have girls and I have a boy. I don't do that. I don't bring that She's got girls and you know, she's like, got a boy. No. 
She's got dogs and a, their name is Roy. And she sells them to the kids. Chinese restaurant for some chicken wings. Chicken. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to go on live and record and I got distracted my own song. It was good though. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit on key. Now, um, yeah, all right, let's conclude that. I just feel like never mind gay, let's just think hypersexualization. It's too fast, too soon. So maybe, I, I don't know. And it doesn't make me, it's not that I don't want my kids or kids to learn about gay rights and how far we've come. And I want them to learn about tolerance. First and foremost, tolerance. Because if you get tolerance as the big umbrella, mm-hmm. everything else goes under that. Chinese, Jewish, Christian, non-Christian, black, white, purple, whatever. You know? So let's get tolerance out the way first. I think that's really the big picture. Um, what do you think about when... Um, parents allow their daughters, like in videos that be watching, little girls that are five, six year olds twerking and dancing. Well, like listen, little, a da, lot da, of da, parents da, have da. been getting reported on Twitter too they for should, twerking on their fucking kids. They should. Too provocative. There was this Morenita who got this Morena. This, uh, she's got to be like in her early 20s, maybe a teenage black girl. And she was twerking back in her little boys, like four. I was watching a, a, a video I I think got it was reported on TikTok. Real quick. It was like a six-year-old little girl. She pulled another six-year-old boy and she's like grinding and these people are Janet recording J- her. And I, Jenna Jackson posted a clip of this Asian baby laughing, playing with the cell phone. He's just a baby and I'm like, nah, it's too fast, too soon. Yes. Like, get that phone away, away man. From, yes. Man, yes. We're, we live in this show, show and I'm guilty of it too, but I guess yeah. I'm just aware of My son is 13 and he is not allowed in any social media. You're not uh, allowed. No TikTok, no Snappy Chat, no Facebook, none of that shit. None of that shit. Hey, when we come back to the lounge, we are going to <laughs> celebrate. Well, I'm going to celebrate Angela Yee and her departure from the Breakfast Club, which is a big, big uh, staple for me personally. I want to see, and, and for the culture, and just for radio and media in general, a big shout out to Charlamagne the God, who is one of my true male inspirations and also heroes, especially with the mental health uh, component and all his advocacy that he has done with uh, mental health. Go check out his book. I'm not getting paid for these, but um, I have it at home, Shook Ones. It's really good. It speaks to uh, anxiety and what have you. Also, Angela E. So yeah, it's her last day in the Breakfast Club. I just want to express something about that. And it's we'll have some more interesting, great topics when we come back here at the lounge. Mm. Three, two, one. Commercial. Hey, y'all. Have you ever not felt so fresh? <laughs> so clean? Maybe you just not wipe right. Maybe you ran out of toilet paper. Well, this is what you do. Take on a shower. Take on a shower. Not take a shower. Take on a shower. <laughs> Get in the water. But then you look and you say, oh, no, there's no more soap either. <laughs> well, damn, I'm really fucked. <laughs> well, this is what I tell you, bitch. Go to Family Dollar and get your supplies and wash your ass. We'll be right back. Man shift. We don't work a man shift. He works a man shift. Oh. You, you work a woman shift. And tomorrow I'm working the sleep shift. <laughs> Welcome back to the lounge. So we, oh God, uh, we're on camera again. And uh, <laughs> if you're tuning in, Get nervous. we took a little intermission in between this segment to the next. Yeah, we fed our tummies. Mm-hmm. A little drinksies. Next up topic. Um, what was the next topic? I don't know, you didn't write you it down. left I off on the Angela G. 
Angela Yee. Angela Yee, after 13 years on The Breakfast Club, 12 years, 13 years on The Breakfast Club, Angela Yee, co-host of The Breakfast Club, uh, former Shady 45 uh, show host, host of Lip Service, entrepreneur. Uh, she still does the Lip Service? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said she recorded uh, two today before she hops on that flight with Jasmine Brown this morning. Is leaving the Breakfast Club to go on to her own show. Way up yes. with Ye. We love Ye. I love Ye. You're kind of giving me Ye vibes right now. Um, he's more like you're. You'd be like Envy. I'm Charla. You're Charla. Yeah. Uh, listen, I just wanted to publicly throw roses to her and say, "Great job, Ye, and congratulations." And I just think she's such a big, vital part to the show because she's the the healthy balance between Charlemagne and uh, Envy. And I'm always pro-women, so I'm going to miss her. I'm a big groupie. Honestly, if I was straight and if I had it my way, that would be my wife. Sorry, honey. Um, and you're like, but damn, but she looks kind of like me. No, no, well, you know, you don't live in Brooklyn, <laughs> and you're not Angela okay. Yee. I don't want to be your wife. I want to be your daddy anyway. So it's oh, okay, shit, man. So maybe she's DJ Envy, and I'm sorry. Are you Angela Yee? No. You, better, you better set that hair off, that, the hat off. And, Jeez, Louise. Um, anyways, <laughs> whatever. What do you guys think about the Breakfast Club in general, though? I love them. They had their good episodes. Yeah, they, they had. Excuse they, me. They're great. I love them. Yeah, they got better. Not everyday things. Certain, certain ones. Like I used to listen to them all the time, and then I just okay. Thought, yeah. yeah. Well, you know the evolution. Same thing with The morning. See, I've never. I used to listen, then all of a sudden I stopped, but then. I kind of stopped because of Rosenberg there, but I listened to Rosenberg and Cypher Sound's own podcast. Yeah. You still fucking with Ye? I never really did. Still fucking with Ye? Yeah. No, to each his own. I'm sh Look, I didn't delete all his music, but some yeah, albums got deleted. I, yeah, I do. I How dare you, sir? You I take mean, your meds. And you come back to me I mean, with your anti-Semitic, with your Hitler-loving ass. Music. I, I mean, right. his mental state is his mental state, but you can't take away talent. To, you know, there's there's a lot of As music that he, like you know, but I don't know. I, I don't feel like there's music. some music that was good. Some song, yeah. Yeah. Um, the older stuff. The, yeah, the older stuff. I like love the Donda Pablo. was, I, I went back and listened to it and it, it's actually not bad. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. It's what not is... bad. I said that's the one album I did take off. Right. I don't want Donda in my life. I took actually, I only had like three of his. I had Donda, I had um, the one with the teddy bear in the beginning. Yes, I yeah, like that one. Yeah. Dropout. Um, mm -hmm. Which is Harry's favorite album, if I'm not mistaken. Harry always says that. Big shout out to Deanie and Jasmine. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off with the yay thing. I was just, I'm feeling nice. Good, you should. As you should, boo. She's like, keep drinking, bitch. Keep drinking, bitch, because I'm going to take She's you She's like, I'm going to make you my later. bitch. Take you down. <laughs> oh, God. So what else is on the menu for tonight with the Jungle Juice? What's going on? What do we want to put out there? Don't, Don't let this episode fall to the wayside, guys. I have, pick up, I have to pick up Kimmy, so I'm like not even thinking. I'm like, yeah, I have to go. So go, go, go. We'll have a gentleman's discussion. Oh, I'm just going to fucking... Bitch, the show, the bitch show must go on, honey. Bitch, you a fucking bitch, though. What are you talking about? Oh <laughs> shit! She said, "Ass up, face 
down. All right, go get your daughter. Daddy. And um, right, I'll be black. You guys stay white here. 